What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So today I want to jump into a topic. Um, you know, I've kind of done this before. Some players who were better than we remember, who were really good, who had um, really good career, but kind of went under the radar. Today's subject or topic of discussion is Brandon Webb. Brandon Webb. Some of you might remember him, right-handed pitcher, and he played for the Arizona Diamondbacks from 2003 to 2009. And there was a stretch where this dude was actually baseball's most dominant pitcher for three years. Three years, he really was. I mean, he won the NL Cy Young Award in 2006, and he was an all-star from 06 through 08. And, yeah, it's it's interesting because he had a, a short period of time when he was really, like, he really was baseball's most dominant pitcher. And at, you know, at like the blink of an eye, his career was over. Pretty, pretty interesting. So let's kind of look at it. Um, I mean, at at age of twenty four, in two thousand three, he got called up to the D backs, and that was largely because the D backs had injury issues and they just needed a spare arm at the time. I mean, his first appearance in the big leagues was in relief. His first start would come a little later on April twenty seventh, and then he would throw seven shutout innings against the Mets. From then on. Brandon Webb would not miss a start for six years, and that would be his entire career. His, his entire career was short, but it, it was six years, and that was, that was how it went. But his durability was, was just so good that, I mean, l- listen to this. He threw 180 and two-thirds innings his rookie year, 208 and 04, 229 and 05. Those were the first three years of his career. He was a very respectable starter in all those years. I mean, he, he still walked a few too many guys. I mean, that was 5.1 walks per nine in 2004. And that was actually a season he lost 16 games. But, I mean, he, he looked like, I mean, he was an innings eater. And he, he would unleash a really good game once in a while early in his career. But, you know, he developed into an all-star and a Cy Young, obviously. Uh, you know, he was someone who would reliably take the ball for you when you need him to. And, and the, the D-backs saw enough in him. So they gave him a four-year, $19.5 million extension. And um, that was, you know, early in his career. Obviously, it was, a, it was a steal for them because it ended up paying huge dividends. I mean, once this dude figured out how to control his sinker, he was he was unhittable. I mean, 2006, this is this was the year he won the Cy Young. That season began with near perfection. I mean, he began the year 8-0. and and at one point, he had a 30-inning scoreless streak. His walk rate dropped to the lowest of his career, and his strikeout rate rose you know, really high to 18.7. He just put it all together in 06. I mean, he combined his ability I mean, to, to finally throw strikes with his ability to get ground balls, and he became, like I said, unhittable. Uh, he pitched one inning in the All-Star game. He was able to get Jeter, uh, Big Poppy, and A-Rod out 1-2-3 in the All-Star game. I mean, he'd slow down a little in the second half of the season because of elbow trouble, but he still made all his starts and recovered enough to win 16 games, put up a 3.10 ERA, and like I said, win the NL Cy Young Award. In 07, he was actually better than the year he won the Cy Young. He put together an even longer scoreless streak, 42 innings. That's the sixth longest of all time, and he won 18 games for a D-backs club that won the NL West. He made two postseason appearances and that and a terrific performance against the Cubs in the NLDS. 
Um, he would finish second in the NL Cy Young race that year, and that was because the Padres' Jake Peavy won it. And then in 08, he was just as good as 07. Notice the trend here. You know, that's three straight years. In 08, he was just as good. Um, you know, he had a higher ERA. I mean, 3.30, which is still great, especially for that era back then, and 22 wins. He made 34 starts, pitched 226 innings, and a 3.15 ground ball to fly ball ratio. I mean, that was, once again, the best in baseball. He would finish second in the NL Cy Young, this time to Giants Tim Lincecum. I mean, th th this was just like a dominant stretch. Three straight years, he was either first or second in the NL Cy Young voting, and he led the league in you know, a lot of categories. Um... But yeah, three seasons, one Cy Young, two runner-up finishes, 56 wins in 101 starts. So the D-backs thought they had their ace to build around. But, you know, there were some warning signs. Um, because in the previous five years, you know, up until that point, like at the end of 2008, Brandon Webb had thrown so many innings, you know, 1,135 innings. He had thrown the second most in Major League Baseball in that time span. And he didn't know it was about to go away. It, it was. On opening day 2009, he was pulled after four innings against Colorado and put on the disabled list with shoulder bursitis. By August, I mean, he kind of gave in to the inevitable and had season-ending surgery. The D-backs were committed to Webb, though. They brought him back in 2010. They were willing to wait out his injury, but that ended up being a mistake. I mean, his shoulder problems resurfaced, and he didn't return that year either. And the D-backs decided that was enough, and they opted to not re-sign him. Webb ended up joining the Rangers, who had lost in the World Series the year before, but they thought by signing Brandon Webb, they might have a sleeper ace. Then in spring training, Brandon Webb had more shoulder issues, and you know he worked his way back to pitch four games in double-A, but he was hit really hard, giving up 13 runs over 12 innings, and then he had surgery yet again. And he tried one more comeback in 2012, and it was going well until more shoulder problems. And, you know, that was it. At the age of 33, Brandon Webb retired. You know, but before he ran into issues with his shoulder for three years, Brandon Webb pitched as well as anyone in the game. And then just all of a sudden on opening day next season, he made his final start. You know, it, it's crazy. Um, you know, it, it's kind of like the age-old question you ask sometimes. You wonder, would you rather be someone who would, who has sustained, you know, just you know, decent decency for many years? in your job or your profession, or someone who was brilliant and amazing for a short period of time, but can never really stick around. Um, you know, in the former in baseball, you're going to look at someone like Jamie Moyer, for example. I mean, this dude somehow made his debut in 1986 and pitched, you know, all the way until 2012, but he only made one all-star team and never threw hard at all. I mean, he was just a soft throwing lefty. As for the latter, you know, you have a guy like Brandon Webb. He's he's a perfect example of that. You know, the most dominant pitcher in baseball for three years, and just like that, it was all gone. Um, yeah, it, it's interesting. Um, I I don't know. I think if I were to answer that question, I think I mean it's just gonna come down to how much money. Like, like I, I'm not even gonna lie, because money is. I mean, these guys have such a a short career, and they they're. Uh, they don't have to, but they're trying to make money that will last them their entire, like the rest of their lives. So when I look at it, Jamie Moyer made $83.9 million over his career in salary, and Brandon Webb made 31.5. I mean, 
what Brandon Webb made is absolutely nothing to scoff at. $31.5 million in salary is, is quite a pretty penny. Um, but, you know, Jamie Moore with over $50 million more, and obviously when you adjust for inflation, it's even more. Um, it's it's kind of tough to say, say no to that, honestly. But Brandon Webb did win a Cy Young Award, and you know, he's he's gone down in baseball history for that. In either way, you can't go wrong, I guess. <laughs> I guess um, in, in either situation, you can't go wrong because that's enough money um, for you and your family if you're smart, smart about it. But um, I, I don't know because Brandon Webb also had to endure the injury. So I'm just going to stop giving all these, um, these fake answers and stop trying to cop out. And I'm going to give you guys an answer. I'm going to say Jamie Moyer. I would rather have a career like Jamie Moyer, pitch for a lot longer, make a lot more money, and give away the accolades because quite frank I mean quite frankly it's just I don't know it's not as um enticing to me to have to go through all those surgeries and um have such a short career I'd, li- I'd rather have the extra 50 million dollars <laughs> and a much longer career that's just me though but yeah that's that, that was the, the very short-lived career short-lived but dominant career of Brandon Webb um he was better than than many of us remember he was he really was the best pitcher in baseball for a little, a little stretch there, but you know it was taken away, and that's just how sports are. Sometimes an injury could could take it all away. And that's all I have for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.